0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. We've been on our series of grace. It's been going really well. And um, today, um, I want to I kind of go over what we kind of been going over about what is grace? You know, what is the formal definition that we've picked up grace to be here? Gra- this is the formal definition that we've acquired. You know, you hear a lot, of, it's uh, God's unmerited favor. It's God, God, God. It's, it's God giving man what he could not have and man, God giving you what you, what you don't deserve. Grace is God's ability Working in man, making him able to do what he cannot do in his own ability. I'm going to say that again. Okay? So, write this down. Okay? Grace is God's ability working in man. Making man able to do what he could not do in his own ability. It's a powerhouse so graces. Is. Grace is not a weakness. Grace is giving you strength to live life at a God level. Woo, I like that. Grace, grace is giving you ability to live life at a God level. Man, I ain't never said that before. Come on, somebody, somebody needs to tweet, tweet that, post that in the comments right there. Grace is God giving you the ability to live at a God level, because I can't do it on my own. And great, and this is funny because I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, you know, a lot of times God will put you in situations that are so far beyond you're perplexed on how this can even take place. Well, that's where He works. And you're understanding that you cannot do nothing without God. So sometimes you're in a situation where you're like, man, I can't pull this off. Yeah, you can with grace, but you can't pull it off in your own ability. So sometimes that's what happens. God's got got you in a spot where if it ain't for God, we ain't getting out. But I ain't never seen him forsaken. And I never seen his seed begging for bread. Woo, come on, somebody. Okay. Now, Romans 3.24, King James is fine. You need to see Romans three. 24, you know, okay, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption, okay, so I was just as if I never sinned by grace, so grace now justifies me. Does that make sense? So it's the power of grace is revelation is producing justification. I show up and like, well, you know, you're a mess. Well, no, grace cleaned me up. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's amazing grace. Come on. Grace cleaned me up to make me not only just justified, acceptable to God, but it empowered me to live a justified life. That I don't have to be knee deep in sin in and out this, you know, banana business, you know, people like, oh, you know, they goofing around with sin and all this. Man, freedom is not desiring. This is not Christianity. Let me tell you something about this, man. Okay. You are not broken. You are not. Okay. It's okay to maybe feel broken, but he put you back together. It's okay to maybe feel despondent, but he made you whole. It's okay to feel oppressed, but he gave you victory. It's okay for a minute, but you can't stay there. And this is what happens is he justified you and empowered you through grace so that sin doesn't have a hold on you no more. So freedom is not, oh God, I want to go do this, but I can't. Freedom is I don't have a desire to do it no more and grace will produce that in your life through the power of what it could produce. So you get, now you got to get that. Like that would be like, um, Someone with an addiction would be like, every day I get up and I'm struggling to, so I don't go, you know, go do this. Not that ain't real freedom yet, man. Freedom is I don't want to do it. I have no desire to do it. That's the kind of what power of grace has. You know what I mean? Like, you got offended in 74. Every day I wake up and got to fix my heart. Man, not, that, that ain't the power of grace. power of grace is I forgot about it before you did it. Now, I'm telling you now, this is a big boy church. You know, this ain't no rookie. You ain't no rookie in here. This is how you get there, man. I just talked to somebody today. It was hilarious, right? They, they, they left the environment of, of, of here. You know what I mean? See, you're relevant, man. Okay, so now listen. This is why I want you partnering with me. And we're going to build this whole training thing to come. We were talking about it just a minute ago. We're going to build this whole training system to come inside of your house, man, with this message meaning like, Pastor Chris, what are you going to do? Are you going to come show up for coffee? Maybe. But you get what I'm saying. We want to help you get there. So this is what I was telling somebody. They came and they were like, they were called me and I called them and we were talking. They're like, man, I am out of my relevant environment. And I am out of the, 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 the conditioning that you put me in. And I am out and about with these people. And they, they basically weren't downing the people. They were like, these people talk so much unbelief and so much garbage. And they're shot out and bound up. And they don't talk faith. And they don't talk victory. And they don't talk this. And they don't talk that. And they got God. Now look, man, I'm not knocking it, but you get what I'm saying. This is this is a revelation like, oh well, you know, I battled addiction for 20 years. Listen, God bless your victory, but if you get up every day wanting to go use drugs, you ain't free yet. You get up every day, you want to go drink, you ain't free yet. You gotta go well, you wanna go watch pornography or something addictive in your mind, you ain't free yet. Look, man, I'm just telling you, true freedom is, I don't have a desire to do that no more, and the power of grace will give you the ability to overcome that. I am not knocking your journey. I told you, I'm with you all the way, but let me show you true freedom. This is what grace does. See, they got grace written up like it's sloppy mercy. It is not sloppy mercy. Mercy is just like, oh, God let you get, oh, I messed up, and God forgives you. That's mercy. That's mercy. That has nothing to do with grace. Grace is an empowerment factor to give you victory. And it gives you not just victory, it gives you strength. Once you got that strength, you win it. Because what is it? It's a free gift. Woo! Now, you know where uh, Ephesians 2. Let's go look at Ephesians 2, 8. 8 and 9. For it is by, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that it is not of yourself, it is the gift of God. Not of works, nobody can boast. Look at verse 8. Faith is what? For by grace, grace, you are saved. So salvation came through grace. Grace it's the gospel of grace. Faith activates what grace already provided. You believe in the word of God, and then it gives you access to everything the word said you can have. So you were saved. Now, everybody say, well, I was saved by faith. No, you're not. You were saved by grace through faith. The grace was what God did through the plan of redemption, Your faith in what he did now has given you access to what's already finished. And you can't what? You can't jump up and down about it. It's a gift. Free gift. Free gift. That's like Romans 4, 16. Free gift. And you can read all the Romans, but just look at that one right there. I read it in this. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. See again? That what? To the end, the promise might be sure to all this seed, not to that which is of the law, but that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. See it? Therefore, it is of what? Faith, that it might be by grace. So, faith in the message of grace produces the benefits of everything that grace provided. Now, that's big. So, the promise is by faith, but given through grace. Get that? So you believe. So here's what happened. God put the plan of redemption. He put the plan of justification. He put the plan of salvation. All done. It's done. 2,000 years ago, he hung on a cross. 2,000 years ago, he did everything he's going to do. He is finished. Now you come in here and go, it's like a balloon, right? If we had a grace balloon, it'd be like a big balloon. And in the balloon is all the benefit. In the balloon is everything grace provided. And all you got to do is just like pop the balloon. Hey, I believe in grace. Boom. And then all the benefits come flying out. We had confetti in that balloon, right? That could be a good prop. Maybe we'll do that, you know, and just get one of those big old huge balloons, you know, and walk around and say, there's healing in that balloon, grace. There's mercy in that balloon, grace. There's freedom in that balloon, grace. There's redemption for mankind in that balloon, grace. There's every single Every single victory in that balloon, grace. Healing, grace. Freedom, grace. Don't have to be oppressed anymore, grace. Don't, that was God's plan for redemption for mankind. It wasn't yours. We were lost and going to hell, right? Heaven, grace. Freedom, grace. Keep my mind sound, grace. Pray and get miracles, grace. Everything, it's all in that balloon. And you're walking around. And all of a sudden you go, well, I know. I put faith, boom, and everything comes exploding in your life. The minute you got saved, the minute you got born again. So faith and grace taps into everything redemption provided. So, man, it is big in your faith, but it's guaranteed to all them that have grace. You know, and you want to see this? Look at Romans 4, 16 in the passion. Same scripture, just in the Passion. Reads a little different. Look at it. Therefore, and it says this, therefore, right? You see that right there? Therefore, the promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced as a grace gift. See that? And now it extends to all the descendants of Abraham. So it's a grace gift. Might be given as an act of grace. Grace. So it's a grace. So you can't take no. Why is why is it an act of grace? Because you can't take no credit for it. it. Ain't got nothing to do with you. All you do is believe. That's all you gotta do as a Christian. Just believe. You know, and you gotta realize this, man. Now that's um. You ever see John one seventeen? Look at John one seventeen. King James is great. And this one, I got you to understand this because this one's going to help you. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. It was his message. So this is how God did it. So you cannot, you cannot try to, you can try to complicate what God did, but the more you complicate it, the less benefit you got for it. You see it? So I don't want to complicate or frustrate the grace of God. He says that, don't frustrate it. Did you know that? He said, don't frustrate the grace of God. Right? That's uh, Galatians 2.21. I had to pull that up. You know, and and, and let me do this. Let me do this. This is going to help you. Um, Go to 2.15. King James is great. This is the, you got to read this slow. This, will, this is kind of like Bible study anyway. So Galatians 2.15, King James is going to make a lot of sense. Now, because you got to see the whole picture. Okay, next couple of verses. Who, we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles. Okay, he's explaining justified by faith. Knowing this, okay, that a man is not justified by the works of the law. Okay, I'm down with that but by the faith of Jesus Christ. So now he's saying, look, you cannot be just as if you ever sinned because you're good. You get justified because of faith in Jesus Christ. And then you get a revelation, it is, that my faith in Jesus made me justified. Now I start living like somebody that's been justified. Not by works of the law, for the works of the law shall not be able to make any flesh be justified. Okay, I'm cool with that. But if we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? No way. So now we'll go slow because this is making sense. If we seek to be justified by Christ, that's, that's great cause, right? Like, hey, I am trying to get this justification by what Jesus said, not by my own works. But while we're doing this, if we still have some mishaps, are we still ministers of sin? Because, no, he's saying it's it's a progressional understanding of revelation. That's what's going to make you better. You're not better because you act right. You're better because you believe right. Now watch this. He said, God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. So he's saying this. He's like, you can't do nothing about this. You just got to receive it. Now watch what he says. 20 and 22. You all know 20, but 22, 21 Makes a lot of sense to go with it if you don't. I am crucified with Christ. Revelation. No longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So now he's got identification. I'm not identifying with me, I'm identifying with Christ. And I'm taking my Christ like understanding and reprogramming my mind that it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God in the flesh. The life I live in the flesh. What other kind of life you live in, bro? You know what I mean? He's saying the life in the flesh. I'm a spirit being living a life in the flesh. And I live by the faith of the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now watch this. Now you start saying, how in the heaven am I going to live like that? You just said, I was crucified with Christ. I ain't going on a cross 2,000 years ago, did you? No, but I did by faith in the message. So it's just as if I did go to the cross. This is the message, okay? I don't live no more. You look like you live it, Saying, nah, that old guy's dead. There's a new me, and the new me liveth in Christ. He lives in me, and I live in him. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Twenty-one. I do not frustrate the gift of God. See, now right there he's telling you, you 20, how are, look, he's going, program your head. Pro, it's no longer you who live. Christ lives in me. Life I now live. I live by the faith. It's almost hard to physically understand that. That's why you have to spiritually receive it. Now look what he says in 21. I don't frustrate the grace of God. What does that mean? What does that mean? I don't frustrate it. I don't reject it. So he's saying, I don't reject it. I just accept it. For if righteousness came by the law, Christ is dead in vain. He's saying, look, I just received the grace. The grace made me righteous. The grace made me justified. And now I'm going to walk around thinking like the Bible says I'm supposed to think. Talking, like the Bible says I'm supposed to talk, I basically don't even know who I was. Now I know who I am because I've identified in Christ Jesus. That's the power of grace. Stop talking like you some normal person. You ain't. Keeping the law does not produce righteousness. Receiving by grace does. It was Jesus' idea. came from him. Sin. Rest- Let me say it like this. Sin destroyed it, grace restores it. Sin destroyed it, grace restores it. God wipes out guilt and helps me and you get a brand new fresh beginning because of grace. It has sustaining ability. God gives you the power to keep going with grace. He gives you healing. He gives you miracles. He gives you Break free mentality because of grace. He's gonna finish that work he started in you. Look at First Peter five eleven. First Peter five eleven, and I gotta make sure I got it in the right translation for you. But First Peter, First Peter five eleven. Man, and this one. Let me see, you can put in into King James and then I'll, I'll pull it up. And um, um, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. I think I pulled it in the Amplified Classic. And uh, well, what I got, let me just give it to you what I got. Because if I don't, Oh, I know it, NLT. We got NLT? We got 1 Peter five eleven. NLT will make sense. I'm sorry, that was my bad. Um, New Living Translation is the NLT. Sometimes I find stuff and it kind of fits all the power. Yeah, we could probably read, uh, my purpose in writing is to encourage you. Maybe a little, Maybe I'm in 10 and 11. It might be me. Um, maybe I just messed it up forever. All power, him forever. Well, I got this. Um, I don't know where I got this from. <laughs> it's a biblical scripture, I promise. Right? My purpose in writing this is to encourage you to ensure that, oh, it might be Philippians one six. Oops. Let's give Philippians as one, one shot in the NLT. After that, I got nothing left. <laughs> Pastor Chris, will give you one job. One job. Can you just get the scriptures right? This is going to be God who began to work in you. We'll continue to work until it's final. I got my purpose in writing is to encourage you and assure you that the grace of God is with you no matter what happens. That's what I got. I don't know where I got it from, but trust me, it's in the Bible. Amen. I'll find it for you. I promise next week I'll give you the chapter and verse. So what that means is this, is that the apostles and the prophets were trying to get us to understand God's grace is with you no matter what it looks like. And that's what I want you to get. You're like, well, if I got the grace of God, why is all this stuff? Hey, chill out. He's still there. So grace, write this down, has the power to sustain you no matter what going on. And that's what I want you to get. Okay? So I'm gonna give you just real quick. Um I said this last Wednesday and um I got I got a bunch of these I want to give you. But I want you to almost maybe pull this in before we I don't want to crank too hard into that and start those four or five I got. Let's let me just read this to you. Grace is God's ability working in man, making him able to do what he cannot do in his own ability. Now, watch this. Grace is what God does for you, it's his part. And I want you to get that. Okay? Grace is what God does for you, it's his part. It's something that was done for you before you ever existed. Grace has nothing to do with me and you. Formal definition, unmerited, unearned, undeserved favor. Now, it needs one activative element. It's called faith. Because if grace is something that God did Before everybody showed up, everybody should have just took it. You got to take it with faith. See the difference? It's not, well, God did this for the world. He did. God did this. He's in there. It's all there. It's like that big balloon. But until you say, faith says, I believe I receive, boom. Now, anybody could come in and get what Jesus did 2,000 years ago on the cross with faith today. But you ain't going to get it without faith. God's grace is the same towards everybody. God has always been exactly the same way toward every person who ever lived. And you might be saying, well, why did God heal someone so and he didn't heal that? Or why did God do something for this and didn't do that? Or why did the problem get solved for this one and didn't get a problem for that? God's grace is the same towards everybody. It's not based on or tied to what you do. He didn't just pixie dust on his favorites he has none. God by faith does everything. this is this is misunderstood in the body of Christ guys. Most people believe that their performance puts a little extra pull in favor to get them the power of God to operate in their life and it's untrue. The truth is the moment you start relating God's blessing, and his manifestations of his power to anything that you've done, you've just voided grace. You made God's blessing and manifestation in your life something about what you've done. If you think that way, you're going to mess up the grace of God. God, by grace, already provided everything you ever needed before you got here. Everything you ever needed. And he wants to give you even more grace. Many people think that their performance or what they, like if I said, hey man, I feel like you're a better Christian if you read your Bible. Hands would go up feel like you're a better Christian if you pray, hands would go up. You feel like you're a better Christian, you come to church, hands would go up. Nothing wrong with all those things. You should do those things. But you don't do it to earn it. You do it because you already got it. That's the difference of grace. I'm good with God right now. And I go to church because I want to learn more about it. It's just a different perspective. It's like, it's like saying this, I'm trying to achieve it. And then the other guy goes, I already achieved it. Now I'm trying to live it. That's the different side of the coin. You're not trying to get anything from God. He already gave you everything. And now you walk in the power of potential of what grace has provided. We're going to talk more about it. I promise you, this grace journey is going to take a minute. But if you can keep yourself connected to it, you will see grace at a greater level than you ever have before. And one of the things I wrote here. Is 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 this? It's the gospel of grace. That's the dispensation of time that we live in now—the gospel dispensation of grace. We live in that right now. So God wants to reveal it, and God wants you to walk in it. And I want you to know what—it's God's ability in me and you, allowing us to do what we could not do by ourselves. Let me pray for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for each and every person watching. Thank you that we're getting a better grace revelation. I get, I thank you that we're learning who we are in Christ, what we received, the power of it, the position of it, and the personality of grace in our life, changing our life forever because it's the power of the Holy Spirit. That is awesome scripture too. I read that to you and I'll read it to you again. The power of the Holy Spirit transforming us each and every day. Thank you for your power of grace. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord, guys. I love you. Can't wait to see you. Sunday. Got a lot of really great, cool things happening. Stay on right now. Don't go anywhere. Relevant News is playing. Find out what's going on here. And I'm going to see you Sunday morning. Love you guys. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnam. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at RelevantFL.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.